Welcome to Cody Cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast. She literally is my favorite new female artist on the scene. I just adore her music. It's that good. Kelly Bannon is my guest. Just your mic a little bit downward because we want to see your face on the camera. I like hiding behind the mic. <laughs> okay, do you want to adjust it back up? Okay. I'm like having to have my Botox in a minute. Let's. Oh, I need it up here though. Um, no, I'm great. I'm, yeah. I don't ever know. I'm like, I feel like I'm great. Yeah. And then I'm like a crazy self-doubting mid-30s artist who never knows which way is up. And Welcome I mean, to life. Yeah. I mean, I think that's actually true for all of us. Like some days you're like, oh man, I'm on a roll. Yeah. And then the next day you're like, oh my God, am I doing that right? Am I screwing this up? Am oh I... man. I mean, how much time do you have, did you spend of your life looking around for like, how am I supposed to be doing this? Right. Versus, I don't know if that's part of your story. It was a huge part of my story. It's like, oh, um, maybe if I just watch what other people are doing, that will give me some clue as to what how I'm supposed to be doing yeah. this. But... Because you grew up in Nashville, right? Yeah. So you were surrounded by the business. Well, and sur- but surrounded by... Really, like people, I saw a lot of people come and go. Yeah. Like, there weren't a ton of people that I knew that were in the business, but I did have like four or five babysitters that were like <laughs> here and like singing jingles and then went back to Idaho or wherever, you know? So it was that kind of like, oh, it must be really hard or, you know? So it kind of kept me out of it. Cause really, I was like, it sort of scared you, like maybe. Or like, yeah. who's good enough? Right. When who is good who enough is anymore? Good enough? I don't even know. Chris myself. Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. All right. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Check. Uh, no, I mean, and I don't know if anyone's good enough. It's like yeah. everybody, I think, meets a certain threshold of of like, just like ta- I hate saying that, but like talent. Like mm-hmm. I think you have to like barrier to entry is a certain amount of talent. Yeah. But that pretty much everybody that is here has, and then it's just. Do you find the right collaborators? Do you the right doors open? Timing. I mean, yeah. How much can you stomach people rejecting you? I mean, things like that. <laughs> yeah, it is know. about all those dots connecting, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that Outliers book I love because it really. Oh, is, I love that book. Yeah, it's really all about that, like how things come together. That maybe, you know, someone less talented, let's just say it. I mean, maybe has the right connection and maybe meets the right person or spends the most most time developing their mediocre talent and therefore they make it I mean, for whatever reason and i don't i mean again it's like the beatles like they spent ten thousand hours or whatever yes, they said yes honing yes. their craft and not to say the beatles weren't amazing because they obviously were but i'm saying like sometimes people with just a little bit of talent can be much bigger stars because right. they're willing to work harder and more power to them i mean i do think that if you ask the average person here and probably your i'd be curious yeah. what your answer would be too like the number one criteria for success is probably like a stick-to-itedness and mm-hmm. a hard work work ethic i think that's but, it perseverance and hard yeah. work yeah and listen it comes down to also having good songs i mean this is a song town as everyone knows and the the right song will open every single door absolutely like, the, and that's why i'm the, so excited about you thanks that's because so kind. these are great songs Thank did you. you write these songs yeah. for the ep yes all of them yeah, <laughs> you're like John. making me feel amazing. Wait, John Who you wrote. So John Who, I wrote. The Joneses you wrote. Yep, yeah. Happy birthday you wrote. Yeah, well with the friends, but yes. Holy shit. Oh good, this is a cussing interview. This is a cussing okay. interview. <laughs> because people need to go I'm hear like, these. I'm okay, I can be my actual self. Go no, hear these Thanks. songs, they are so good. You know, well I like, you know, had left, lost. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, when 
left my record deal, didn't have a record deal, just didn't know. I just, it's really, I think. Did you run about after that? Yes. So there's a lot of freedom in when nobody is looking over your shoulder and everybody's given up on you anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when people are like, uh, she's already had her chance. Like, there's a lot of freedom in that. Yeah. It can be very discouraging, too, because it's hard to get in certain rooms, whatever. Mm. But um, there's a lot of freedom in that, yeah. too. And the thing that's cool about all those songs is... I have, I never know if what we wrote that day is great or not. I know if while we were writing it, I know how it felt while we were mm -hmm. writing it. Do I think we're doing a great job or do I think we're like after the, the best or, you know, yeah. sometimes you give up or you give in and you go with something easier. Like all those songs felt like we fought it out that day, mm -hmm. but you never know what they are until sometimes weeks later. I mean, mm -hmm. Happy Birthday, I thought was going to be this like cool indie yeah. sort of too low-key i didn't know it would connect yeah. which has been really cool to see oh my god that song's so good i literally cried the first time i heard it oh and my god and the same listen i love church clothes uh, church clothes before uh, that you did which is a great song too but i don't know what is about these three songs here and i know it's only three on the ep so listen there's more to come uh from kelly bannon but uh, we're just i just want people to get a little nibble of what it is that you do and hear Thanks. it and, and by the way the spelling of your name is it's such a pain <laughs> i apologize it's my mom's fault have you ever thought of changing it? I really it? like her. I mean, I now I'm just like, I'm old. Right. Do I change it now? I might, should we just change it today? No, just let's go with it. I'm going to spell it for people right now. K-E-L-L-E-I-G-H, Bannon, B-A-N-N-E-N. So Kelly, but it's just kind of a different The good spell. news is if you can get Kelly, which is just like <laughs> Kel plus Lee, spelled L-E-I-G-H, if you can get that far, I'm the person that you will find, <laughs> yeah. which is great. But yeah, it's... I get a lot of weird pronunciation still, even though there's like, I feel like now people will yeah. spell Ashley with E-I-G-H, right. like Kaylee. It's, it's like an old Irish thing. spelling. Yeah. It's where it came from in my family, but um, yeah. Uh, back to the tunes here for a second, because yeah. John, who is the first song that I thought was like, it just wowed when me. When he reached out to me about that song, I was like, he gets it. Like, because, you know, I think people either, it's kind of an earworm and it, you either like it or you don't, because mm -hmm. it's kind of, I mean, it's... I can see that. It's repetitive. Yeah, it's uh, John who... But the um the line that got me was like, John who... And by the way, it's all about forgetting an ex, right? It's about someone you really spent a lot of time with. Mm -hmm. There was a breakup, and, uh, and you just want to get them out of your head so that they become just this John who... Yeah. yeah, like never heard of him. Never, like, yeah. like it's really about trying to forget or get over. My husband, who I've been married to for an obscenely long amount of time. How, how long? Actually, actually 15 years in November. No kidding. Good yes. for you. Did you get married at like 20? College. <laughs> really? Okay. So, um, but my... And I sat next to you guys at the ACMs, yes! by the way, back yes. a couple of years ago. And, and I probably chatted your face off. I loved I'm you from that moment. I'm always yeah. stressed at those events. And I'm like, I'll just, I'll just talk to Cody until he's like, um, I... <laughs> has somebody like remove him to a better seat <laughs> um but was jeff great. was my rebound yeah. from a really bad breakup and so in some ways jeff is my john is like not my john but my john who uh -huh. um so yeah sorry so you were saying something no i just love the line um john who i shouldn't think about but who wouldn't think about someone they thought about for so long what a incredible line! It's just poetic. Thanks. Hey, and this song is filled with little like it's it's twisty, like that. and that's uh, my really really one of my best friends is a guy named Will Bowen, and I believe that in ten years he will be known as one of the best writers in this town. But he's kind of still slightly undiscovered, Jim. But he 
that he loves doing stuff like that and he's the kind of person who you can like a lot of that lyric was us just like tangling and untangling words yeah. to see how we could get them to tell a story um i mean it's so yeah. good but it's that it's like you know, what's funny about that line is i sent it to a friend of mine who's in publishing and music mm-hmm. supervision because i thought she'd really love the song mm-hmm. and she she actually pointed out that line and was like i think you can write better than that like <laughs> some people don't like the device of repeating it oh, like I love that it. like i love stuff like that you know i do too and i think it's a way to kind of really mess I love kind of messing up a lyric and then and knitting it back together and I love how the who goes then into the next line yeah. so often in that song it's like it's yes, so clever get it. I get and it it's not like I she doesn't it. get it but I think it's just not everyone's t- like when you're doing yeah. something yeah. specific it is not going to be for everyone mm-hmm. and oh. that is something I've had to really like be o- learn to be okay with yeah. the more people don't like what I'm doing or do like that's great I'm finding my people mm-hmm. Who are into what I'm doing, you know? I'm starting to like completely geek out. Geek, let's geek out. But I, I, this is just I'm just geeking out over these songs. Um, happy birthday! By the way, it's going to be on Hot 20 Countdown. Is that this weekend? Yes. The debut of the video. Yes. So tell me about the video because obviously, tell us about the song first, and then we'll go to the video. Okay. Um, what's the song really about? The song. So you can probably play it out a couple different ways, but in my brain, the way the song plays out is it's a voicemail, mm-hmm. and it's you're thinking about your ex on their birthday. But birthdays are so nostalgic. Like you think of all kinds of people on their birthday, people you maybe went to high school with but you're not in touch with anymore. You, people that you used to work with. I right. think about Mike Dungan, my former label head on his birthday. You know, it's like you think about people that mean something to you on their birthdays. So, but in this case, the singer places the call and she sort of says what she needs to say in the voicemail. And you know that they still have feelings for each other and you know it was messy and you know they both played a part in it. But you also know, like they know each other so intimately that it really mattered. Mm -hmm. So that's that's some of the, I love the color in that song. And I mean, one of the cool things that, one of the opening lines is, um, did your grandmother send you a card with a 20 in it? Mm -hmm. And fans have been sending us photos of their birthday cards. Like with a $20 bill or a check from granny in it. It's just like, it's so relatable. Yeah, We've I all that. gotten that from our grandma. Yeah. So, uh, the video, are you going to give the treatment for the video? Yeah. Or did you give the treatment for the video, uh, similar to what you had in your head there? Well, so what happens with the video, which I think is really cool, and it was actually the, the director's idea, Evan Kaufman, um, who's based in Austin. But it, it it's kind of imagining that the call is taking place over three separate years. Mm-hmm. So the first year is maybe the year after they broke up and he's with someone else. And this, so it opens with like a very, for me, very sexy bedroom scene that I was like, whoa, okay. Well, are you in I it? I am not in oh, it. Okay. Thank the Lord, because I cannot be sexy like that to save my life. I would be so embarrassed. But the woman who who was the other woman is, yeah. she's killing it. Yeah. But um, I was like hiding during the filming, like couldn't watch. It was right. just, yeah. We actually had to go in one of the edits. My manager goes, I think we're going to need a little less tongue at zero nineteen seconds. <laughs> like, that anyway, so it's just like opening scene. I'd be just the opposite. I'd be like, let's get more, more tongue. tongue. We need more tongue. <laughs> um, so first year is he's with somebody new. Second year, he's out with, um, it's a surprise party. So, you know, and kind of, you can tell he's like not maybe having the best time. Uh-huh. Third year, he's out with friends and he takes the call mm-hmm. when Kelly, it's actually, they like make the girl me. So it's yeah. like Kelly calls. Uh-huh. But um, 
so and then there's kind of an ending where you don't know exactly what happens mm. but you can imagine like maybe they're together or maybe they're not together but i really wanted it to be a story i love it so this weekend you can watch it on hot 20 countdown that'll debut on saturday morning that'll be the 12th am i thinking about my timing right what day is it now i want to say it's the 13th and 14th 13th, you're right it's the 13th and 14th but Friday's only because the 12th. i d- taped yeah. some um, bits that were like teasers for it. I there think you it's go. 13th 13 and 14th, 9 a.m. 8 Central on CMT Hot 20 Countdown, yeah. the debut of the new Kelly Bannon video, which, by the way, your birthday is February 18th. 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, right around Valentine's Day, which could be good or bad for your husband. I don't know. Does he combine those? Everything gets lumped together. Everything's yeah. lumped. That's too bad. I know. Isn't that a bummer? It is. Like Christmas babies. Like Kurt. When's yours? Oh. Kurt is like a Christmas baby, so he gets such a bummer. Mine's November 13th, so, um, yeah. Coming up. Coming up. You doing anything fun? Mm, no, no plans yet. Okay, okay. Probably working here. Me and Lauren will be here running this camera, and <laughs> I'll be talking to this microphone to somebody. You'll be singing everywhere today. <laughs> That's right. It'll be the crew here. Um, so, most memorable birthday as a kid. What What was it? Ooh, when was it? Oh, well, roller skating birthday party at Brentwood Skate Center because I grew up what, in Nashville, what? and that was like before it was a throwback, but when it was like, you know, in real time. Right. Um, yeah, and I can't remember the soundtrack. I was gonna ask. What I songs? can't remember. Like it would have been like late eighties, early nineties. Who yeah. do you share a birthday with? You want to know? I looked it up. Who? John Travolta. Oh. Dr. Dre. <laughs> Vanna White. Yoko Ono. <laughs> the Beatles keep popping their head up in this conversation. Molly Ringwald. Really? Yeah. There you oh. go. Favorite birthday as a adult. Last year. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, you know, well, my birthday holds a lot of, it's com- It's a complicated day, and you probably don't know this, but, um, and if this is too heavy, we can totally not no, do this. No, um, But I lost my younger brother on my birthday mm. about 10 years ago. So yeah, 10, so it was 08. And for a long time, that made it felt like I couldn't really celebrate my birthday because it's such a complicated day. I kind of take care of my parents that day. We go to church where he's buried. That's like very, it's a somber day. And last year I was like, you know, I think I'm like ready to have Mm -hmm. a party. Mm -hmm. We didn't do it on the day, but we did it like the week after, Mm -hmm. weekend after. It was all my girls. We went out actually, Holly Williams, who you know, Mm -hmm. who's an amazing songwriter, but also she owns like some incredible boutiques here in Nashville yeah. and a couple different like Airbnb properties. She has a lake house on Center Hill that she rents out. It's like little cabins. Uh-huh. So me and a bunch of girls just went out, watched movies, yeah. had pizza and <laughs> bourbon. <laughs> and it was like it was really it felt like okay, like it's time like it's time yeah. to there's there's all these different seasons in our lives and mm-hmm felt like it's time to celebrate and start celebrating again so what age would you relive if you could like go back to early 20s because your skin is just so dang good (laughs) but like really i like myself so much i i am a much better human and nicer and less crazy now (laughs) like i don't know would you go back I, you know, I, I'm with you on... I'm like, I'm like definitely not high school. Yeah, and, no. But, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I always think it might be fun to go back for a day, like, to some of those experiences you have in your head, the memories that you have in your head. Just to, like, kind of eavesdrop Just on them. eavesdrop and... on what that was like, because yeah. you forget over time. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm with you on, like, just... Age and wisdom is, is kind of good to me now. Like, I feel yeah. like I'm better than I was in my 20s. So yeah. I don't know that that... It might be fun for a day. 
Yeah. But ultimately, I kind of am good right now. That's what I feel. That's how I feel too. Yeah. Not like I'm so awesome now. Just more like, oh, like the things that yeah. I was doing in my 20s and like the the like insecurities that I was, you know, kind of wrapped up in. Just yeah, like really glad to not be in that season. Yeah. Just the feel of life is better. I just, because yeah. I'm experiencing it. I'm feeling the joy of it. And I'm not like worried about things that in the 20s you worry about, which are stupid yes. usually. Yeah. At least that was my experience. Um, so what's the secret between you and your husband and like sticking together for so long? Like, like you guys. Just sticking it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, we've had some really tough seasons and some really sweet seasons. Um, I think, well, <laughs> we started going to therapy like 10 years ago uh-huh. and then we had so much therapy that he went back to school and now does marriage and family therapy really? like as his career. So he I'm married to a counselor so there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of talking, but I really do think like whether you're into like counseling or whatever that you it's, you know, I think they're just like learning about yourself and mm-hmm. learning how to communicate and trying to see the world from your spouse's perspective, you know, is really valuable and hard because yeah. we're not the same. As much as you love someone else, you're not the same, and they make you crazy. I mean, that's just for me. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, I think yeah. it's true though. You're obviously two different people, so figuring that out, and especially over time, because some of the first you know years of excitement and yes. bu- getting a house and building a life together, they fade. So you have to figure out new ways to love each other again and keep the spark lit. Yes. What did you do before this counseling? Well, my family had a business in town. Okay. So he was running my family's business. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and was he the same guy who's in the church clothes video? No. Who's Jeff the- is in the church clothes video, I think, as an extra, but he's not the groom. Like, I've been very careful. He does not want any spotlight on him, really. Right. But who's the groom in the church clothes video? Yeah, who's that guy? That is a guy that um, is, he's amazing. His friends know him know as him. Vanilla Mike. Okay. He He's like... T- assistant TM for Luke Bryan. Oh, okay. I, I, I knew I knew him. I could not place awesome. from where. Yeah, so, but. yeah. Then he's he's named Vanilla or Vanilla yeah. Mike. Are you still writing music <laughs> right now? Or are you yes. like got writing sessions? Like this I have week? one at noon. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And who are you writing with today? Actually, I'm writing with Claire Douglas and Dallas Wilson, who I wrote Happy Birthday with. Okay. And Claire, not to steal her thunder at all, but Claire is the daughter of Nashville songwriting royalty, Tom Douglas. Oh, right. And it is really neat to see, you know, Tom wrote The House That Built Me, and um, I mean, what's on the charts right now of his uh, Drunk Girl, Take a Drunk Girl Home, um, and so many others. But it's cool to see, and I've written with Tom, but it's really cool to see the family resemblance (laughs) of their writing. Like, it's really neat. So she's so killer and such, like, a rising star in the writing scene. And Dallas is amazing, too. So. You highlight some of these uh, writers and people in Nashville who are making music on your podcast as well, yes, right? Yes. It's called This Nashville Life. Yes. You just released season three. And is it really all about sort of, like, telling the stories of people behind the scenes or what? Well, this season is a little different because what we're doing is we're looking at three songs. The House That Built Me, Live Like You Were Dying, oh. and... Girl Crush. I was okay. like, what is the third? And Girl Crush. And we're telling the story of those songs from beginning to end. So how they were written? What happened when they got turned into their publisher? Hmm. How did they, did they get demoed? Like, how did they get to the artist? What happened when they came out? So it is both about telling the story of the songs, but also you hear the voices of all these people that you know. I mean, we work with them, but like most people don't know them, that actually are the reason that like 
people out there in the world actually know this song and get the chance to fall in love with this song. So that's kind of, so we kind of do both. The first two seasons were more like interviews about the business. And this season, we just wanted to try something new and kind of challenge the storytelling a little bit Mm -hmm. and see... Yeah, what would happen? How fun! So you craft those sort of like uh, almost like songwriting, almost. Yeah, it's very pockets. similar. Yeah, okay. and you feel how does that help you with the music that you do? Well, I think for me, my writing is about storytelling, or mm-hmm. when I'm doing my best work, it's story, it's storytelling, and I love storytelling in general. And as a Nashville native, I want to be about the kind of storytelling that goes on in these songs. So it's kind of about the way I feel like we can shape the culture mm-hmm. and I feel like we have the opportunity to do that. And this is one of the ways I'm doing that. But it's also selfishly a way for me to process this mysterious world that I don't know how to navigate either. Having been in it full time for almost a decade now, yeah. I still feel like I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to make, you know, how to make it happen. So yeah. it's also kind of I do it selfishly to, to inspire myself. Yeah. Well, it's working. So keep it up. Keep writing these songs. Great things are going to happen for you. Keep up with the Joneses. Don't keep up with the Joneses. What the hell for? Yeah. Right. Another incredible line. Thanks. (laughs) Love you. Thank you for coming by. Thank you. I love you too. I'm so impressed by everything you do, Cody. Oh, you're very sweet. Let's sit next to the other again at the ACM Awards. Okay. Okay. Deal. (laughs) It'll be a girls' night (laughs) with your husband there too. Jeff. I liked him too. He was so fun. This has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.